Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, June the 3rd. My name is Joey Mills and joining me on the show this week we got... Curtis. K-Dub. Is it Curtis after dark again? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I just, Curtis. I didn't want to get out of bed today. Oh, okay. I get that. Curtis just woke up. Yeah. 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 Well, what has everybody been up to uh, since we got together? There's been a couple weeks now. We didn't do one last week, an episode last week with the... Uh, holiday weekend and all that curtis what you been doing uh, i had a birthday did you i did you're 22 now yes 22 <laughs> add a few so yeah i got a lot of cool stuff for my how birthday. old are you now for real though 34 that's what i was thinking mid 30s yeah i'm the young guy here you're old now though yeah mid 30s getting up there getting up there yeah um, sorry bud that's cool <laughs> i said enjoy your last year of uh your body working the way it's supposed to because once you hit 35 <laughs> it is all downhill from there yeah it's People already about downhill that. they usually i've generally you hear 39 yeah and no it's 35 <laughs> i can tell you from experience for me, I fall into that 39 because it was uh, between 39 and 40. I'm like, what is going on with me? Yeah. And it's just is my body's like, it's time to die, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Your people don't go past this. What are you doing? That's funny. Uh, yeah. I had a birthday. got some cool stuff. What'd um, you get? Oh, goodness. Uh, I got uh, my mom bought me a... Uh, record store day um release of the doors morrison hotel and it's all like b-side section or yeah. uh, what do they call it the sessions yeah and so that was pretty cool um i got a lot of uh movies and the pusher trilogy which is a nicholas rinding winding reffin trilogy right. it's like the first uh, movie he ever made and then he made sequels 10 years later mads mickelson's in a couple of them huh those are pretty interesting. Um, Shopping for you must be extremely hard. No. <laughs> just buy the weirdest shit you've ever heard of before. And hey, pretty much. Uh, and uh, what did I get? Uh, Kirsten got me the uh, remake of The Big Sleep and The Farewell, My Lovely. They were on the same Blu-ray, which those are interesting. Robert Mitchum plays the uh, Philip Marlowe in both of those. So right. those, are, those are good watches. Um, yeah, did that, and then um, I worked at the Blue Room. And I I uh, met Dan Cummins. Yeah, he's uh, he's an interesting guy. Um, <laughs> for, <laughs> really, like, he's, you're gonna have to elaborate on that. You can't just drop that and be like, well, you know, he's no, no, no. He's just he's he's funny. Uh, the little, you know, I was working in the kitchen, so I didn't get to hear all of his set. But yeah, uh, what I did hear, he was pretty funny. And then he just was ha just happened to be outside the Blue Room as I was getting ready to leave, so I got to go up and. You know, fans are talking to him. And I just walked up there and passed the fans and I shook his hands. Like, yeah, I work in the kitchen. He's like, oh, thank you very much. And, you know, I got a picture with him. I nice. felt it was nice to kind of like just walk in front of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was important. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you usually take pretty good pictures. I like when uh, you post the stuff on there because it does look like you're just a, outside like, hanging out. Yeah. yeah, just like buds, you know, with every single person. And, you know, I, I like that the way you, I don't know if that's, if you're taking 10 or 12 pictures just to get the one or if it's just the no, one it's done, just or, like two maybe yeah just just in case one of them's blurry so. yeah, it always looks great yeah, yeah thank you it was funny actually when uh when tommy davison was there my friend uh took a picture of me and him and she's like there you go and you know i took her photos for her and then i'm looking at mine and it's like they're all blurry yeah so i went up to him and i showed tommy's like i think we need to retake those he's like okay we can retake them yeah. he's like all right thanks that's nice <laughs> that's funny <laughs> kenny what have you been up to 
Uh, not a whole watching your stories. We'll talk about we'll stories. talk about watching the stories here in a minute. Watching stories, but uh, getting a lot of uh, stuff around the house done that I've been kind of putting off one because it won't stop raining <laughs> right. around here. So. And June is typically the wettest month of the year where we are. So good luck getting any relief from that. You know, in the next yeah. month. I mean, I'm literally have to find hours right. to do this stuff because everything I need to do is outside, and I'm like, and I can't do anything. And I, I was like, well, I want get all the you know, sticks and you know, branches that have fell, right. stuff Clean like them that. Up, get, yeah, dry get them those, out, so yeah. you can burn them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And no. Yeah. I can't they don't do dry it. out whenever I told it keeps her, I was like, I guess I'm going to have to put a tent up to put them under so they can dry. <laughs> yeah. So we get some fans on them or something. So I've been messing around with that stuff. And I've been doing, uh, playing around some figure photography. Yeah. So. That's awesome that you posted on social media. Yeah. So I'm just getting the, I'm doing different effects with it and stuff right now until I can get into building the things. The only thing that's stopping me is the, the building material for it comes in these gigantic sheets and i'm like how do i get them home yeah and am i gonna i probably will use yeah, all of them yeah. but i'm like okay do i need to see if they can cut them for me there so i can put them in the car i don't know so that's really the only thing keeping me from moving forward <laughs> in that yeah. so i thought all right i got the figures i got a phone that does all kinds of fancy stuff I'm going to get started, much like my YouTube channel, which is doing crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that I'm getting that many people checking my videos out. So hopefully that climbs, and I'm hoping people enjoy my 417 Man Cave over there on YouTube. So. Man Cave or Man Child? Uh, God dang it. <laughs> Only here I mess it up. Yeah. When I'm doing the videos, I hit it every time. For some reason, I call it the 417 Man Child, and that's on Instagram, too. Yeah, check that out. So let's talk Let's talk to the stories. Um so Obi-Wan Kenobi started the Friday before uh, the, the holiday weekend, the Friday that we didn't have a show. Two episodes out, yeah. one episode this week, which means we are now officially halfway finished with that show, yeah. <laughs> which is odd. But uh, are, you caught, are, you, are you caught up? I, I've yeah. only caught the first two. I've not caught this week's yet. Oh. You'll you'll enjoy this week's yeah so. yeah it's hard not to avoid yeah. it's all the stuff but yeah I yeah kind of kind of know what to expect I, I love it you know it gives you all that Star Wars good feels you know where uh like the Marvel stuff that's come out lately has not been top shelf <laughs> doesn't necessarily give you Marvel feels if mm -hmm. that makes sense you know and uh, but. Star Wars does. Obi-Wan Kenobi does. It, it delivers. It's characters you kind of know. It's droids that you've kind of maybe seen. Ships you've seen flying. Worlds you've maybe visited. Or, right. you know, or at least like, heard of. Heard or of, watched yeah. it blown up. Yeah. Or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it really kind of gives you that <sighs> the nostalgia. Yeah, right. you know? So I, I'm digging it a lot. Stranger Things 4, the biggest premiere in Netflix history. I'll be honest, I haven't watched a single minute of it yet. I've watched all of them. I bet Netflix is happy about that. That they had some good news finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Well deserved. We uh so my youngest was like, I really don't remember this show because she's 12 and the last episode prior to season four aired three years ago, which is a quarter of her life ago. So last week, as we were getting ready to watch Stranger Things, she's like, I really need to sit down and watch all the others. So she's going through. She's like halfway through season three now. So I imagine we'll start up Stranger Things four this weekend and probably just kind of power through it. But 
Uh, a lot of folks are saying it's you know they've really dug the season. They like yeah. that it's transitioned into a more dark, more adulty or young adult uh, type themes as opposed to you know just the kids. It's funny watching because I've been kind of peeking in and out while she's watching it and going back and watching the season one stuff. Like my God, these kids are so small, <laughs> and that was like five years ago, and now they're like all like can vote and buy cigarettes <laughs> exactly. and you know, drive, and they're all well, on drugs. <laughs> That's well, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that. But. I was going to say if if you're not going to go back and watch anything, definitely do the recap. Do the recap, yeah, because it you was like it. <laughs> yeah, you need it. But this season or this half of the season, holy crap! And you say power through it, you don't power through it. Yeah, you, you like it. Oh yeah, no, it's no. I'm just really, saying we'll get we'll probably sit down and binge through it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I did. I I was very eager to see the next, and then the way they left it in the. Uh, mid-season yeah wow i mean well so well worth every episode leading up to it you anybody that halfway enjoys stranger things you're gonna like it yeah and then so the second half of the season if you even want to call it it's two episodes one's like an hour and a half long and the set then the finale is like two and a half hours it's actually longer than spider-man no way home It's, (laughs) it's one it's like basically a movie to end the season on so yeah it'll be interesting that comes out like july 1st i think friday july the 1st so Everybody's got about a month to get caught up if they haven't already. Uh, Shorzy dropped on Hulu the same day. Three new shows, three new streaming shows all drop on the same day. Uh, I'll be honest, we tried to watch it, and it's kind of got that, to me, the, the, you know, when they made a Pirates of the Caribbean movie where they made Captain Jack Sparrow the main character... It was like, mm, this movie's not any good. <laughs> Shores, and I, I've not gotten through the whole season. I've barely gotten through the first couple episodes, but it's too one joke. It's all just, you know, it's fun when Shorzy shows up and throws a, you know, throws a Shorzy tantrum or whatever, goes on a Shorzy rant, throws a, you know, the, your mom stuff in there. But so far, what I've seen of the Shorzy show, it's like, dude, that's all, that's all they have. Like, Shorzy's great. And when he pops in to the rest of the you know Letterkenny stuff, because there's other shit going on. Yeah. But man, it's kind it's kind of excruciating to get through. It's like, dude, I've heard the same joke already. You've told it, you know. That's all you've done is tell the same your mom joke over and yeah. over again. So I'm sure it, it'll probably get better once the season gets into it and you find its groove. But it, it boy, does. It, it's taken me a lot. I'm have I'm having to find the will to sit down and watch that show because I'm like it's just it's just not as good as Letterkenny, and I, I hate that. I'll be honest, it's not until the last episode that it's it it's like it's <laughs> a hot rod that just punched the pedal and it can't get traction. Yep. And then finally, the last episode is where it hooks up and gets you down the road. And yeah. It's like. Whew, that was a lot, and it's not a long way because the episodes yeah, are the, short. Yeah, but yeah. it feels like yeah. a long way to get there. Sure, shit does. <laughs> it's they once they get away from just making it all about Shorzy, which yeah. kind of ends up being in a way is it's his show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but getting used to the characters, and I can't. There's a couple of characters you kind of latch on to, like okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm liking these characters, but the rest of them are kind of like. Uh, the letter Kenny people that just pop in occasionally that yeah. you're like okay but I don't have any yeah it's fun to see that familiar face pop up but they're not going to carry an episode they're not going to do an episode about that character yeah. and, and unfortunately that's Shorzy too yeah. <laughs> so. but it, it does the last episode you're like 
Okay. And it kind of, watching that last episode, is like, if they do another season, I'm in for it off of that one and that one only <laughs> right. episode. So yeah. anybody watching it, good luck to you if you can do it. It, <laughs> yeah. is, it is a little hard, though. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and a couple films dropped last the last week, last Friday, when we were uh, not here. Top Gun Maverick, of course, took the top spot in the box office. We talked about that pretty in-depth on uh, on the other podcast we do, The uh, Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse. Be sure to check that out. Uh, and the Bob's Burger movie premiered as well. Uh, not a lot of people went out and saw that one, to no. be honest. <laughs> they debuted at number three, probably that, drop out of the top five. That's good in that 20 minutes that you watch it. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I could bring myself to watch a whole movie of it. The uh, Bob's Burgers, yeah. yeah. I felt that way about the Simpsons. Like the movie had its moments, but it, you don't need a yeah. I don't need a, a Simpsons. Movie. Yeah, three times long episode yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, I want to thank my co-host for being here today. Thanks everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are catching us. Uh, hopefully, we've got some folks watching us online as well. We're we're trying out our whole recording stuff, seeing if this works. Uh, we clearly need to work on the lighting a little bit because even Curtis was glaring today. Uh, but we'll work on that. Not even the glasses so much. Uh, but we. Yeah, we're trying to set it up so that folks who uh, want to can follow us on Patreon and uh, can get a video of the recording. We're gonna we're gonna work out the kinks and the bugs in part because we want to do more video stuff as well. I know uh, we tried to do a couple of gameplay videos that just didn't turn out right. We had too much stuff going on, uh, overloading the the computer. So uh, we want to get all that set up because we got some new stuff. We got our friends over at Funko Games sent us uh, a copy of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad based on the Disney uh, theme park attraction. So we want to play that sometime in the near future and record that so you guys can check that out in case it might be uh, something you're interested in. This is a new game, so... I don't even know if it's on the shelves yet. I think they sent it to us a little bit early. So, um, but yeah, it kind of fits in with our with our June theme, which is road tripping. So we're going to talk about road tripping here today. We are going to kick off our month of June by drafting our fictional character road trip crew. So you got a car; it's a four seater. You're driving. You got to draft three other fictional characters from across entertainment, pop culture. Uh, who you want in the car with you for whatever reason. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to that uh, here in a little bit. Plus, we got all that's new and newsworthy in entertainment and pop culture. We're going to kick it off by taking a look at some of the top stories from the past uh, past week or two. Because some of these are you know from last week that we didn't get to. But uh, we're going to knock out a few of these stories, starting with this one. Adult Swim has officially ordered a Rick and Morty anime series. Rick and Morty the anime is what it's called. We'll get a full 10 episodes according to Deadline. The publication also reports the series has not only been greenlit, uh, but it is deep into production. It will eventually air on Adult Swim and on HBO Max. Uh, this will remain separate from the main series, so don't expect that what's happening in the anime is going to have any impact on the main show. Hmm. The main show is the main show. Now, what happens on the main show could feed into ideas for the anime, but they're going to be kind of two different things. Um, however, the the new, the anime will, it says, uh, adapt themes and events from the original. So, again, something, you know, a pickle Rick could show up in the anime, uh, an anime specific character may not necessarily cross back over into the main to the main thing. I don't. So why? I mean, is it just <laughs> milking that milking, milking that cow? Anime? Yeah, they thing? did a bunch of shorts, and right. one of them was an anime of source, and I guess people liked it. So I mean, it was interesting to watch, but. I yeah. know anime is super hot. You know, we talk oh, yeah. about that. I think, I think more than anything, it's yeah, it's the hey, you know, is the anime crowd the Rick and Morty crowd? If there's not a full one-to-one crossover, let's make some anime stuff for that crowd, and that 
builds our brand yeah. and uh, yeah and more power to you yeah money it's all about the dollar bills yeah. just keep it funny that's all i ask yeah exactly <laughs> A new Daredevil series is reportedly in the works for Disney+. Plus. Nice. Uh, reportedly, actor Charlie Cox will be returning to the role that he reprised in Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoilers. Netflix's what? Daredevil, along with the streamer's other Marvel content, recently migrated over to Disney+, Plus after the licenses uh, transferred back over. Since the story broke, we've gotten confirmation that Kristen Ritter will return as Jessica Jones yeah. in an unyet specified Marvel film or TV series. They haven't said where or why or how, uh, but she has also posted a photo with herself and Luke Cage actor Mike Coulter together at what appears to be a costume fitting. So we could be seeing the Marvel Daredevil folks uh, being used in new content in new ways. We'll no see. No Danny Rand. I uh, haven't, haven't seen or heard anything from uh, Phil like, Jones. Who, yeah. well, who, who? You know, the <laughs> comics did recently have a new Iron Fist introduced, so I have a feeling if they were going to do anything with Iron Fist, uh, they would either introduce someone new or hopefully maybe follow Colleen Wing, because that's yeah. kind of how that season ended. It's like, hey, there's your new show. Let's follow her. Yeah. I'm, it'd be interesting. I'm, you know, I'm big fan of all those mm-hmm. minus jessica jones was hard yeah to watch and of course iron fist was hard to watch but i like the story of jessica jones so i was in for it but i don't know maybe they'll just bring him into the daredevil show it could, to help yeah it, to- it looked i mean just thinking about the timeline you know they're still they're in production on this so they're still writing scripts and they're still getting you know folks together on that but it feels like maybe we're going to get, you know, our Echo show at Disney Plus, which has been announced, which is in production. The filming's already been done on that. You could easily spin a Daredevil a reboot, relaunch, sequel, whatever it is, out of that, depending on how they tie those together. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, you know, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, do these, where do those characters fit in? Possibly in that. Maybe there's going to be more building, world building. I don't, looking at the upcoming films, I don't necessarily see a place where you no. naturally look at those and be like, oh, well, clearly this is where you're going to drop them in. That's why I was wondering if they'd bring them in for like the big bad right. fight, you know, just the boss calls. fight. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Which is about the only place I could see. And nothing against Luke Cage. Like, Luke Cage was fantastic. Oh, yeah. If, they, if they're so, going to redo it or if they're yeah. going to continue it, you don't have to continue Daredevil. They no. wrap that up pretty well. But if yeah. you're going to continue one of those, yeah, continue Luke Cage because they ended that one with like a whole new, like, this is the new status quo. And they yeah. left it open to, wow, where, where are they going to go with this? So. Exactly. And it, it's great that Charlie Cox made the appearance in, you know, Spider. But it's like, are they just excited? Because, like, ooh, hey, there's someone that we thought was gone is back. Is everybody super excited about a whole new show? <laughs> right. I don't know. So we'll we'll see on that, I guess. I don't know. They, I mean, there's talk that we could see him pop up in the She-Hulk, you know, since she's an attorney and he's yep. an attorney and all that. So we'll see. We'll see how they piece all of it together. The so. new Stan Lee is Charlie popping <laughs> up in everything. Well, let's talk about that story because a new deal between Marvel and the company called Stan Lee Universe who holds the right to Stan Lee's likeness. They have uh, reached a deal that has paved the way for Stan Lee to return to Marvel's movies, TV shows, other areas. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the two companies have signed an agreement to license Stan Lee's name, his likeness, his voice, and even his signature in feature films and television productions as well as Disney theme parks, various experiences and merchandising, whatever that means. Do you think Disney's trying to phase out Walt Disney? 
They're well, and going with Stanley. Yeah, and go Stanley, with Stanley is uh, has a much less problematic history. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, a little little Kirby issue <laughs> outside of that. Yeah. Really, nothing too crazy. But, yeah, you don't have uh, a lot of the other stuff that uh, that Disney. Just a hologram. Disney promoted. (laughs) You walk in, there's a hologram of Stanley. Welcome, true believer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Under the terms of the deal, Marvel could insert Stanley either using archival footage or with some sort of digital effects like they've done with Luke Skywalker and and the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett or like they did with Peter Cushing in Rogue One. Um, They could could easily throw him into the MCU wherever they feel like it, and now they will have the the legal rights to do so. And I like that because yeah. he you know showed up in everything it's like that's kind of a staple and not having him in one and we've had a, yeah and we've had a few where he's not been in them yeah. the last one he was in was an end game yeah and that was kind of the you know end of that so but yeah it, it would be nice to see see him or some version of some computer generated yeah. version of him again and, and, and something just, just to give you that all yeah exactly <laughs> And then last weekend was the big Star Wars celebration out in Anaheim. Tons of stuff. I won't go through this entire list. I don't even know if the whole list is is whole or not. <laughs> but uh, we got some uh, some exciting stuff. The Andor series uh, trailer was released, and they gave us a release date. So August the thirty first, we'll get the new Andor series. That's the one that follows uh, the characters uh, from Rogue One, like I have a prequel to Rogue One. Because they can't really do a sequel yeah, to Rogue One no, with those no. characters. No sequel there. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game was announced. Uh, we I was pretty excited trailer. about that one. That was a game that everybody kind of dug, which is not something that you can be said for every no. Star Wars game. Uh, looks like they have a 2023 release window for that. The Ahsoka show starring Rosario Dawson, uh, they have shown us that, yes, this is the uh, the sequel to the Star Wars Rebels uh, animated series in live action. It's the the hunt for Ezra, basically. And I have been talking about that since they first. I'm surprised they actually did it. It's like that's what everybody wanted. How often do you give people exactly what they've asked for? Exactly what I wanted. I was hoping that. And when they announced it, I was like, yes, that's going to be awesome. I guess her and Warner brothers both are looking for Ezra right now, right? No, wrong Ezra. Oh. Yeah. There's only one of those that we want actually anybody to find. So, But Ezra's a much loved character, so it'll, I hope they, I'm sure they will do it right, and mm-hmm. that's going to be big for Ahsoka, because Ahsoka, I, I love the character, but I don't know if she could carry the whole thing yeah. herself. Kind of like the older Boba Fett, love Boba <laughs> Fett, but I don't know if he could have carried the whole thing. And, and he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was he was barely in most of yeah. the episodes, and it was probably for the best. Yeah. And it's still just like you, in the movies. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, Boba Fett. He shows up for twelve minutes <laughs> and then he's out. There's <laughs> a character I love. Glad to mm-hmm. see you, but boy, that Mandalorian. Woo! You know? <laughs> yeah, kind of goes back to what we were saying with Shorzy. It's like that's great. Could you not have your title <laughs> character in every episode doing exactly. the same thing over and over? <laughs> uh, we got a uh, word on a new series called Star Wars Skeleton. Skeleton crew. <laughs> this is the maybe the more iffy one of the group. Uh, this one, Jude Law, has been cast. Uh, apparently, it's about a bunch of kids that get lost, run away. I don't know, just popping up in different worlds. The Star Wars different planets i don't know like not, tatooine or what's that like on tatooine like the one episode they might be there it's, it's almost like a lost in space kind of feel to it only 
not because Lost in Space, Space was very specific with its storyline. This one, it's still not a lot to go on. We'll see if filming gets started. <laughs> yeah, <on>. exactly. <laughs> of all, yeah, because they announce a lot of stuff on the yeah. Star Wars projects, and then half of them fall apart before you know they go anywhere. Uh, Mandalorian season three has been announced for February of 2023. I mean, that's an obvious yeah. banger before it even starts. <laughs> uh, the Bad Batch, the spinoff out of the Clone Wars animated series, season two of that's coming this fall. I that was a hard, that was a hard one to get through. Yeah, like it, every episode felt like two hours long, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that it was bad. It's just I don't know it pacing. Was, yeah, it was rough to get through. Yeah, Star Wars Visions, the animated series, uh, season two of that's coming in the spring of 2023 as well. Man, there was some good stuff on that first season. Yeah, different uh, different Asian storytellers telling yeah. stories in the Star Wars universe. Good stuff on there. Without it having to be anime, necessarily. I mean, there were some that felt anime, but a lot of different stuff there. That was fun. Uh, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, an animated anthology series coming this fall, focusing on different prequel-era Jedi, including Count Dooku, apparently, as a Jedi during their early days. Um, We've got some animated shows, some video game stuff, some comic book stuff. But the, the bigger news for me, I mean, yeah, all that's fun and it's Star Wars. But we've got our first photo. It's a still uh, from Indiana Jones 5, which doesn't tell us anything of the fact that Harrison Ford looks old. Um, but we did get a new <laughs> confirmation of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yes, he's still he's still here. And we're still working on it. Uh, we did get a finally we get a trailer and a November 30th release date confirmed for Willow on Disney Plus, which I know a lot of people are, unless you really dug, you know, the the film that came out in want to say what eighty eight something like that eighty six eighty yeah. seven eighty eight, um, you know, maybe a lot of people don't know Willow or whatever. But dude, for me, watching the trailer, I'm like, it's Willow, yeah, I'm looking forward to Willow. Willow looking like a mini uh, Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> if he got up and just started going to town. <laughs> but uh so yeah willow is going to be out uh, before the end of the year so that's like a post thanksgiving you know treat for everybody as we go into the holiday season i guess but yeah it looks good it looks and apparently there's the rumor that uh val kilmer will have some involvement in it we'll see what actually happens with that nice. so so that's kind of the roundup. A lot of news over the last couple of weeks. Um, a lot of geeky stuff. A lot of stuff, fun stuff here. A lot of Marvel and and Star Wars type type information here in the last week. And then there's this. <laughs> in other news, uh, I think I know what you're going to. In case you weren't aware that the whole NFT thing is bullshit, um, this maybe can put a fine point on just how much <laughs> bullshit this whole NFT thing is. Seth Green, actor, producer, director, writer, Seth Green. His terrible idea for a bored ape series based on the NFT characters. Um, you've seen those on social media and stuff. That's, you know, that's all they do. Dra- yeah. Drawings of a monkey with different like accessories. And for some reason, crypto bros think that's just the coolest thing since sliced bread. Well, he had purchased the rights to a few NFT characters. Unfortunately, he fell victim to a very common phishing scam, and several of the images were stolen from his crypto wallet, which if you got to come up with names like that, it tells you just how cool this stuff really is, uh, including one bored ape worth $200,000. Of course, it's not actually worth anything, um, but yes, a, two, a bored ape worth $200,000. 
for Green, this fishing stalls his plans for a series, an animated series titled White Horse Tavern, which followed the premise. What if your friendly neighborhood bartender was Board Ape Yacht Club number 8398? Which sounds like a piss poor premise for a movie. Honestly, <laughs> if it's not got his name attached to it, nobody looks at this in the entertainment industry. Yeah. No. Well, whoever stole the images owns the usage rights due to the completely absurd way that NFTs and the whole blockchain thing is designed to work. Without the usage rights to the online characters, the show cannot move forward. The show may move forward in the unlikely event that Green's NFTs are returned to him. Uh, that's not likely to happen, though. Wow. Right. So you pay money for a drawing, a digital artwork. And you say that you have the rights to use it, and then somebody comes along and says no because I knew the password to the crypto wallet scam phishing whatever. I now own the rights to this thing that you never really owned to begin with. It's just a big scam. It's it's it's, it's money laundering for the 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 crypto the the internet age. Yeah, yeah. is that fifteen minutes not about up? I wish. Stuff? I mean, you've it's seen a lot boring. of the crashing in the in the cryptocurrencies lately, and yeah, it was never meant to actually be what people want to believe it is. What the true believers think it's going to be. <laughs> it, was, it was never designed for that. It was designed for a way for people with lots of money to launder their illegally gotten money and all the values that you see of stuff. Oh, that's worth $10 million. No, that's what somebody put in to get cleaned up by the system so yeah. they can take their 10 million out and have it squeaky clean and not something they can be arrested for. So uh, yeah, well, NFTs finally explained. NFTs. Now that makes sense. Yeah. To me. Money laundering. Yeah. Gotcha. It's funny. Red letter media has been doing this bit where they're like, they've got, Mike's got like this crappy computer and a broken uh, keyboard. He's like, Oh, I just bought my first monkey NFT, you know? And he's like, I'm going to sell it for a bajillion kajillion cryptos or something yeah and then when that thing with seth green happened they're just like poking fun at it the on twitter and it was like it's, it's great it's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> it deserves to be made fun of yeah it does and, <laughs> and and unfortunately there are people who who's you know we, we're at this weird stage and we're gonna go all philosophical or whatever for a second so if you want to mute us for a minute that's fine we're in this weird period now where people can't just do stuff and they can't just enjoy stuff and they can't just have stuff. Now everybody's like core personality is wrapped up in the things that they do or the things that they want to, whether it's, you know, it's, it's this weird cult like mentality that's on everything. It's certainly on this whole crypto NFT cryptocurrency business. We see it in politics. We see it all over the place right now. It's like, dude, you can like something without it having to, change the fundamental core of your personality but unfortunately crypto is not one of those things apparently either all in or you're all out so yeah. i'll stay in the all out <laughs> yeah i will too I'll, I'll miss that opportunity to make or lose millions of dollars it's it uh, in the pyramid scam so yeah. anyhow well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week if we use your suggestion we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode send us your suggestions on facebook and twitter just search for and follow us at PGTC podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there. 
Or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on an upcoming episode. That is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We sure would like to hear from you. Links to all that and more over at popgoesthecultureculture.com. Did you hear where they're, uh, people are sending death threats and calling the actress, uh, yes. Moses Irwin, who plays Reva on the Obi-Wan, <laughs> calling her the N-word and all kinds oh, yeah. of other stuff. And I'm like... What is wrong yeah, with Star people? Wars quote unquote fans? Yeah. yeah, we've talked about that before, but yeah, it's these are the same quote unquote fans who had problems with, you know, anybody who's not named Billy D. Williams or Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. You know, any anybody who's a woman, anybody who's a person of color, whether you're, you know, black or Asian American, whatever it is, the same people just love to be assholes. And anytime yeah. they have a new opportunity, they all it's like, you know, turning on the lights and the cockroaches go scat you know, scurrying along the floor. That's kind of what Star Wars fandom, and I use the term loosely, has become <laughs> lately. And that's that's just sad. And I I had to wake up to you and McGregor mm-hmm. giving this heartfelt sadness yeah. of what was going on and how he supports and they all support him like yeah, we all should as as you say, <laughs> quote unquote Star Wars fans. <laughs> right. What so you have all these aliens and different colored creatures and everything. You haven't said one word about them killing somebody uh, yeah. or them doing whatever, but because it's an actual down to earth. Oh, it's a black person. A I black woman. A black yeah. woman. That's it's two like, strikes against her before she ever yeah. takes a breath. In it's the like, morning. that's, yeah. that's where your problem is. It's yeah. like, ah, it, just, it makes me mad. <laughs> and I hope other people are mad about that. Yeah. That's, Dom. So on the flip side of that, <laughs> I have a friend on Facebook who posted something like, you know, the character's name is Reva, R-E-V-A. It's like, but every time I hear it, I hear Reba in yeah. my head, and I can't get a picture of Reba McIntyre <laughs> out of my head. And so people were like, like oh, no, no, it's Reba, and her last name is Mac Empire. <laughs> like, you know, she might have been poor sewer trash, but fancy was her name. It's just, it's hilarious how people were oh, riffing on that. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, when I first that's the fun I, stuff. That's yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. Not like post death threats and yeah, try to exactly. run people out. Yeah. Have fun with the name, not yeah. be a butthole. Well, on this date in entertainment and pop culture, June the 3rd, 1888. And it's funny because I've got some, not only do I have some sound clips for this episode, like this segment, like I try to, I got a lot of long sound clips in here. So we'll try to trim some of these down, but we'll start with our first one, which is the longest clip we have. Uh, June the 3rd, 1888, the poem Casey at the Bat by Ernst Lawrence Thayer was first published by the San Francisco Examiner. We probably all heard bits and pieces of Casey at the Bat, but I think my favorite bit incorporating Casey at the Bat was a uh, PBS fundraiser in the late 70s, early 80s featuring Penn and Teller and they were supposed in the, you know, their, their, their banter at the beginning was, you know, Penn was talking about how they were going to come out and like read poetry and talk about classic art and talk about, you know, all the stuff that they thought PBS would want. And PBS was like, no, no, we want Penn and Teller. We want magic. We want danger. So, uh, it's like, okay. <laughs> so what they do is they put uh Teller in a straight jacket and they hang him upside down from, a bar, you know, his feet are like hooked up to it. 
Um, and then the rope to the bar uh, leads over across a pulley across the stage, and it's uh, to a stool that Penn is sitting on. And Penn Gillette says, yeah, I'm going to read Casey at the bat. And by the time oh, I finish yes, this, yes, I when I finish this, I'm going to stand up and take a bow. <laughs> and Teller needs to be out of that because when I stand up, the rope releases and he will fall head first, you know, onto the stage. He's suspended a good, you know, 12 feet above the stage or whatever. Um, and it, it just it devolves into a Penn and Teller bit. So <laughs> here is Casey at the bat. Ernest Lawrence Thayer. Not a very famous name, but that man wrote perhaps the most famous American poem. He was a journalist in San Francisco, and this poem first appeared in the San Francisco Examiner Sunday morning, June 3rd, 1888. The poem is entitled Casey at the Bat. It is subtitled A Ballad of the Republic, sung in the year 1888. And I shall be reading Casey at the Bat for you this evening in exactly two minutes and 16 seconds after which I will jump to my feet and take my final bow. <laughs> Casey at the bat. The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville nine that day. The score stood four to two with but one inning left to play. So when Cooney died at first and Barrows did the same, a sickly silence fell upon the patrons of the game. A straggling few got up to go in deep despair. The rest clung to that hope which brings eternal in the human breast. For they thought if only Casey could get a whack at that, they'd put even money now with Casey at the bat. But Flynn preceded Casey, as did also Jimmy Blake. The former was a Lulu, and the latter was a cake. So on that stricken multitude, grim melancholy sat, for there seemed but little chance of Casey getting to the bat. But Flynn let drive a single to the wonderment of all, and Blake the much despised tore the cover off that ball. And when the dust had lifted and men saw what had occurred, there was Jimmy, safe at second. Old Flynn was hugging third. Then from 5,000 throats or more, there rose a lusty yell. It rumbled in the valley. It rattled in the dell. It knocked upon the mountain and recoiled across the flat. For Casey, mighty Casey, was advancing to the bat. There was ease in Casey's manner as he stepped into his place. There was pride in Casey's bearing and a smile on Casey's face. And when he responded to the cheers, he lightly doffed his hat. No stranger in the crowd could not. It was Casey at the bat. The thousand eyes were on him as he rubbed his hands with dirt. But now the was blotted when he wiped them on his shirt. Then while the riding pitch around the ball into his hips, defiance gleamed in Casey's eyes, sneered to Casey's lip. And now the leather covered trigger comes hurling through the air. And Casey stood watching it in honey grandeur there. Close by the sturdy batsman, the ball and he did spread. Aim with style, said Casey. Struck one, the umpire said. Blue matches black with people. There went up a muffled roar. Meeting in the strawberries on his turn to distance shore. Kill him! Kill the umpire! Shouted someone in the stand. It's likely they'd have killed him. And now Casey raised his hand. Who smiled Christian charity? Great Casey's vision shows. He stilled the rising trouble. He made the game go on. He signaled to the pitcher and was more as pure as low. But Casey still ignored it. And the umpire said, Start two! Five red men, thousand negroes, go! Swim with Casey in the arms, go! Swim with the ghost on the straight! Do the game's win on the ball, right here! Cheers on the game's win on the ball, right here! Cheers on the game's win on the ball, right here! Now patrols, ball, let us go! Now the air shadow of our key's low! So this nearly is under five minutes, somewhere to our life! Some middle attic, some little shot. He's the driver, the mighty Casey has struck out. 
No, all right. So yeah, the whole time you know starts off with Dio you know, Teller's kind of working the straight jacket, and then he speeds up and he just stops and just like stares at paper. Then he's like, "Gets to really struggling." And, and, and the whole bit is yeah, just Teller trying to get out. His pen continues to increase speed as the as the receiving as and, the reading goes. And they've done that a couple times, yeah. and it never gets old. It's it great. is as funny the first time or the for the first the time, time you see time, it. Yeah. Been, you know, so yeah, I, I love that bit. Yeah, it's great. June the 3rd, 1956, Santa Cruz, California authorities announced a total ban on rock and roll at public gatherings, calling the music detrimental to both the health and morals of our youth and community. Yes. Flash forward 70 years, and now they're wanting to ban porn instead of rock and roll. But (laughs) Even though though those people probably went and danced at their (laughs) high schools and their clubs, and they made out in back seats and all that. But no, no, it's the kids. It's the kids that aren't allowed to do that (laughs) stuff, yeah. June the 3rd, 1967, Aretha Franklin's cover of the Otis Redding song, Respect, reached number one. All right, June the 3rd, 1969, the final episode of Star Trek. The original Star Trek series aired on NBC. They didn't know it was their final, but No, they didn't. (laughs) We found out. Hindsight is 2020. Uh, June the 3rd, 1976, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody was certified a gold record. It means they had 500,000 units sold. Sold a lot more since <laughs> since, oh, yeah. since nineteen seventy. A little bit, man. That song keeps getting resurgent after resurgence oh, yeah. after resurgence. It will not die. <laughs> you know, and that, and good. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. a new generation gets to discover not only that, but gets to go back and discover Queen. The whole catalog. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun when you get to see the kids discovering stuff. There was a video. Oh, it's two brothers, two younger guys that would listen to music they had never heard before and stuff, and just watching them. They're like, okay, okay, and then like the something would happen. You know, there'd be the hook in the song, and they're like, oh, yeah. It's, it's fun to watch the kids finding that stuff out. So. Yep. Apparently, the kids are finding out that Jennifer Connelly is a babe after Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> the rest of us are like, yeah, we've known this for, for 40 years now. But right, yeah, right. all the kids now on social media are like, wow, check this gal out. We're like, yeah, we know. We, we've been there. But who is she? Yeah. yeah. We know. We have known. <laughs> we, we still, still know. know. <laughs> yeah. We will continue to know. All right. June the 3rd, 1985. Larry King Live premiered over on CNN. Oh, wow. That program aired weeknights. Was that 1605? <laughs> <laughs> 1985. Oh, okay. The show aired weeknights on CNN for 25 years. Ended in December of 2010. God, it seems like it was on a lot longer than that, doesn't it? On the final episode, he celebrated his nine. Birthday. <laughs> so like, you could have just swapped Larry King and like the Crypt Keeper from HBO's Tales of the Crypt. Just swap them up for one night. You know, they we 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 talked about before when they swapped like Pat Sajak and Alex Trebek. Just swap one night. Swap the Crypt Keeper and and Larry King. <laughs> no one would know. Just see if anybody notices. It's like yeah. really, no one at all. I remember when Larry King was telling me, or not telling me, you, personally, personally telling Larry us King the audience, staring into the wow. staring into the television yeah, yeah. camera, He's telling us, listen up, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Story about Pangea and how. 
we witnessed it. So <laughs> anyway, I screwed that joke up. Yeah, you did. That's all right. June the third, nineteen eighty-eight. A little film starring Tom Hanks and directed by Penny Marshall. They would reteam a few years later for a League of Their Own. Uh, but the, a little film in nineteen eighty-eight opened in the U.S. called Big. And I think there's one scene that that exemplifies uh, the movie Big. It would have to be the piano scene yep. in the toy store with uh, Robert Loja. With Robert Loja and Tom Hanks. Plus, you can't take them underwater. And if you do, they... Nice. on that because it's one take and they yeah. they, they look like they were worn out by the end of the, of the take. And it's funny because even a recent TikTok made I don't know when but it came up like a couple days ago had a younger couple that were clearly dancers right, you yeah. know, and stuff like that and they did it at wherever if it's still at that store. I think it, I think, yeah, I think it probably is or somewhere I'm somewhere, sure somebody has set up a Yeah, yeah. and just a cool little routine fun and it's like wow i guarantee they did not know when they filmed that oh yeah that it, that would, it would be would the thing forever. yeah <laughs> i didn't know robert Lozier grunting would be funny <laughs> <laughs> when is it not <laughs> I got tired listening to it. <laughs> June the 3rd, 1992, presidential candidate Bill Clinton played the saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show. I do remember that. That was that sealed the deal for him right there, apparently. That's what in his mind, reaching that generation, that new audience that normally would not get out and vote. So 
Uh, no you, sound clip? No sound clip because it was not a good for You thought Robert Loja grunting was bad? <laughs> he could play the saxophone. He, he could play it. He, he did play it in, in high school, it. probably. Uh, June the 3rd, 2001, Six Feet Under premiered over on HBO. A lot of people love that show, but I could never get into it. No, I tried, and yeah. I was like, mm. June the 3rd, 2013. The singer Lord released her song Royals, which would go on to be the Grammy Song of the Year for 2013. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I flesh. cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies. And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town No postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth Grey goose dripping in the bathroom Bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals It's a one in our blood That kind of love's just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler The third, 2017, the amazing world of Dr. Seuss Museum opened up in Springfield, Massachusetts. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I'll be darned. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> June the finally, June the third, 2019, Jay Z was named by Forbes magazine as the world's first billionaire with a B, the world's first billionaire rapper. Take the baseline out. Uh huh. Here go. Bounce. Let it bump go. Uh huh. Oh. 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 From standing on the corners popping to driving some of the hottest made cars. A billion dollars as a rapper. He made a lot more money before that, too, as a not a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. Doing other stuff. Other things that come up in life. Uh, coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture. This weekend, PopCon takes place Friday through Sunday on Indianapolis, Indiana. We know Kenny has a soft spot in his heart for Indianapolis. <laughs> Look, I had a lot of fun there. <laughs> uh, also, Alabama Comic Con taking place this Saturday and Sunday as well. This Friday, today, if you're listening to the show uh, on the day we release it, is National Donut Day. I would bet you a quarter you could walk into like a Krispy Kreme and get you a free donut on National Donut yeah. Day, which is totally different than every other day of the exactly. week when they offer you a free donut for walking in the door. Uh, Floor is Lava Season 2 premieres on Netflix today. 
Did you watch the Floor is Lava show back when yeah. it was released back during the pandemic when we were all looking for any new entertainment? We yeah, were like, I watched it. this is the greatest thing ever. And then you're like, oh, it's just Ninja Warrior with water <laughs> colored yeah. orange. And, you know, it's, it was the same thing, but it, just watching people eat it in different yeah. ways kept me going through yeah. it. But yeah, I don't need to see a season two of it. <laughs> How about this? The Boys season three premieres uh, over on Amazon Prime Video. But that said, will be the most the, the hero gasm episode. I think it's like episode six of the season. Yeah. Well, the opening of it is said to be the most jaw dropping, <laughs> disturbing. Yeah. All that episode opening episode of anything ever and i'm yeah. like i don't know man I that's a pretty something. high bar <laughs> especially for their own show yeah. with a train driving through his girlfriend in the yeah. opening sequence of the first uh, season so okay i'll we'll wait. see we'll yeah. see of course that could also be the hype machine the marketers saying hey oh yeah you know it's kind of like the whole you know back in the olden days of the movie theaters like oh people are <laughs> passing out people are getting up and walking out it's so disturbing can you make it through it and yeah. It's like it's not faces of death, people. Just, yeah. <laughs> just get to it. This Sunday, the MTV Movie and TV Awards air over on MTV. I guess they got to stop their reality programming for two hours so they can have an awards show. And, you know, I, I used to watch those pretty every right. year. I watched them up until like a couple years ago, whenever, even pre-pandemic. And I was just like, I think I've finally aged out of this. Yeah. I can no longer appreciate, because I don't know who half these you presenter <laughs> right. I don't know who these people are so yeah Next Monday is National Drive-In Movie Day. If you've got a drive-in theater near you, this weekend might be a good time to get is out Aurora and visit. Is Aurora still open? I think so. I don't know if they're open for the season. A lot of them don't open till later because weather and you know all that stuff. But yeah, I, I think that it's actually the place is open. Yeah. I just don't know if they've opened for the season. You know what would be fun is to do a Sato 48 challenge of like you got to make like a cheesy 80s like exploitation style yeah, yeah. Uh, film and then they show it on a drive through the, the, the drive in everybody gets drive to in, yeah everybody, drive through no they show it in the drive through while you're waiting <laughs> but you get in for like x amount if yeah. you're five if you made a or thing whatever, yeah. or if they can run it you know whatever that'd be a fun little deal for them yeah nice also, we were just talking about this. Floors Lava comes out on Friday. American Ninja Warrior season premiere on NBC on Monday. Get all kinds of people uh, doing physical challenges, yeah. I guess, this week. I have not watched. I, I used to watch those like yeah. all the time, too. Because yeah. you're like, come on. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, who's going to be the next to make it or blah, on Man, I, I don't know. Just got old <laughs> watching that, too. So Yeah, I think the last time I watched anything related to Ninja Warrior was the uh, was it the, the Red Nose Day special they did where they had the celebrities and they had the uh, guy from Arrow who like, made it through the course and stuff. So yeah. that was the last time. That was the first, one of the few... <laughs> And only and probably last time I've watched it. Yeah, now it's all just clips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> outrageously bad runs or really yeah. cool ones. Uh, next Wednesday, Ms. Marvel premieres over on Disney Plus, their latest uh, Marvel comics property television I'm series. Mildly interested in this one because one, I, I try to watch all these because right. I somewhat enjoy, but I'm a little worried that this marks the me. Being Bailing too old out. to watching. I think that this is, uh, you know, they're trying for, they're not trying for the person who's going to go watch Marvel movies in the movie theaters right now. Those people are going to go watch the movies in the movie theaters. 
they're trying, I think they're using Disney Plus to try to reach different people who aren't that core group. So this is going to be the one for the kids. Uh, you know, She-Hulk's coming up. That's a different spin as well on stuff. You know, they're going with some horror stuff and around Halloween this year. So, yeah, this is this is Marvel trying to diversify their portfolio, <laughs> if that makes sense. They're yeah. trying to look for different audiences. I get it. It's yeah. all business, but oh, I'm yeah. afraid some of these I'll just have to pass on or yeah. whatever, and it's okay. Yeah, because, yeah, if there's something you need, they'll give it to you when yeah. you sit down on the next thing related to this I mean, thing they're giving me She-Hulk, and I love She-Hulk. So. Yeah. <laughs> and next Thursday, we'll be recording a brand new episode of Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Look for that next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are drafting our fictional character Road True, Road Trip Crew. Try that again. <laughs> our Road Trip Crew and more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. It is summertime, and I know a lot of folks are hitting the road this summer. A lot of folks do the the summer road trip thing. Did you guys do summer road trips when you were growing up, Kenny? Oh, yeah. We (laughs) went to Florida to see um, one great uncle. We would go up to Illinois, Chicago, stuff to see relatives in southern Illinois. Then we'd do the Tucson, the Arizona area, and stuff like that, go down into Mexico and all that, and California and just all that, but then never got up to the uh, Upper West Coast, and I kind of always wanted to do that. So. Yeah. And I thought the Funko stuff might get, get you up, up there, there, but, but yeah, never did. That ship so sailed. Yeah. That's about the only place I have not been is those Washington, Oregon up there, yeah. but I've been Nevada, been to Utah, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Curtis, did you guys road trip much when you were younger? Uh, not a lot when we were younger, but I mean, we went places. Uh, we did drive to San Francisco one year. That was, I mean, it had its fun. It had its perks, but we basically took turns driving and sleeping in the back seat. And right. I don't. Don't recommend that. Recommend <laughs> that's the preferred method of no. travel. If you're yeah, San travel, Francisco, like stop. when I was 12, wasn't fun. Yeah. Flash forward to 18, had a blast. Right. So it's just 
that makes a difference of enjoying that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, we are spending this month, the month of June, talking summer road trip stuff. And we're kicking it off this week with our summer road trip crew. So, again, what we're going to do is uh, everybody's going to get a four-seat vehicle. I'm going to draw it on my sheet of paper right here. <laughs> Three vehicles that look suspiciously like rectangles. <laughs> Uh, each of us will be sitting in the uh, driver's seat. So there's your driver's seat. There's your steering wheels, which looks slightly like boobies on my paper. <laughs> Look like that looks like stationary. <laughs> the other one's kind of off uh, to the side. But we are. It, it looks like a scene from Total Recall. Uh, <laughs> so you have. Three empty seats in your four-seat vehicle. We are going to go through and we are going to draft three fictional characters each to fit in those. You got somebody in shotgun and you got two people in the back. Uh, it's going to be a draft. So once you've made a selection, nobody else can pick that character. All right. uh, so you might think about you know who's going to go where and why. And it is going to be, uh, we're going to do it like we usually do. We'll start with Kenny. We'll work to Curtis. We'll come back to me and then we'll go back. So serpentine style. So Kenny will go first in the first round and last in the second round. All right. That's how we're gonna do this thing. Everybody ready? Everybody got your uh, your your road trip road trip crew. <laughs> I keep saying road trip crew. It's like a tongue twister. It's not though. It's road trip crew. You got this, man. Nah, we'll get through this one way or the other. Our road crypt keeper. There you go. So Kenny, you are the first driver. Uh, you open up the door. Say, come on in. Who's getting in first? Uh, my first one is. All right, for those Chris who are watching, words, <laughs> version of Thor. And why is I, that? I, he's a hoot, man. I think he would be fun. And I think the little roadside stops that we would do as we're going, he would just make it fun going into different taverns and all that. And the stories that if it is actually Thor that he could tell us along the way, it would just be an amazing trip. Are you sending him? Is he shotgun? Is he calling shotgun or is uh, he in the backseat? No, he is in the backseat. Okay, seat. I'm going to have to move him. Sorry. That's all right. Does I guess it, I should. Doesn't matter which that. back seat he's in, which seat is uh, he behind? Is he kicking the driver or is he over by the behind the passenger? I think seat? I want him behind me because okay. my next pick needs to be because I think they're a seat kicker. Uh, okay, messer with her. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. So Curtis, let's go to you for your uh, your first pick. I, I thought long and hard about this. Did one you now this morning? All right. Um, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> in Twenty I, minutes. I need <laughs> someone who's both a a navigator and b an engineer. Okay. So I'm picking. Jordy LaForge. <laughs> nice. So he's going to be my man sitting right next to me. He's going to be my direction guy. And if we have any problems, he's going to help us fix our vehicle. And yeah, Jordy, he's quite the handyman. And I, I hear he reads books. So, Does he now? Yeah, he could read me a book. <laughs> he, could, he could be your book on tape. <laughs> he could be. Yes. A, a reading rainbow, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I am going to make two picks back-to-back. -back. Uh, my first pick, I think I'll put him behind me, behind the driver's seat, because I don't think he's much of a seat kicker. I am going to go with the version of Blackbeard the Pirate, played by Taika Waititi in uh, HBO Max's Our Flag Means Death, um, because it is just Taika Waititi who's a pirate. Uh, so <laughs> so you got yeah, just the running commentary from the backseat as you're driving past stuff, and, you know, hey, look at that, you know, just get... <laughs> 
I think I think he would be a plus. He can navigate because he's again he's a pirate. He's Blackbeard, the pirate captain. So I like it. He can, he can be a, a navigator, but he's doing it from the back seat. Um, and I think um, so. This one just because it's like I said, we're we're rewatching and binge watching. I need somebody to kind of to to if things go off the rails is a heck of a babysitter. So I'm going to go with Steve Harrington uh, in the back seat next to Blackbeard, the pirate Steve Harrington from stranger things. Uh, because the, I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy has grown. The, it's funny because of all the characters on that show, the person who grows the most as a character is the guy who was the bad boyfriend in the first season and is the, you know, the babysitter in the second season and is infiltrating Russian, you know, stuff in the, in the mall in the third season. And, you know, the fourth season, I hear he's got a pretty good storyline there as well yes, without, does. without spoiling anything. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go, I, I got to have Steve Harrington in, in the car somewhere to help keep, to help keep things moving, <laughs> to keep things going in case things go off slightly off the rails. All right, Curtis, we go to you for your next pick. All right. My next pick, I needed somebody who is going to a help protect us. If you know, things were to, you know, come to a head with, on the road, you know, you mm-hmm. hear stories about people getting mugged or attacked or whatnot, and be someone who can probably help us save some money, you know, by getting us free food. And that person is Michelangelo. Nice. <laughs> All right, where are you putting Michelangelo? Michael's. He feels be, like a seat kicker to me. Yeah, he's gonna go in the back, <laughs> uh, back behind the passenger, behind seat? the okay. passenger. So, yeah, you know, he's he's always working. A way to get free pizza, so yeah. why not? <laughs> All right, Here we plus go. he would be hilarious to hang out. Oh yeah, there you go. definitely. <laughs> All right, so Kenny, we go to you. Uh, the Thor's sitting behind you. You've got yes. shotgun is open and the passenger seat uh, behind the passenger seat still open. We'll start uh, with the back seat okay. behind the passenger seat because they do seem like a seat kicker, but a hell of a lot of fun. I'm going with the Jason Momoa version <laughs> of Aquaman because. That dude has to be just too much fun to hang out with. Again, great stories. Again, great at when we do the roadside stops and stuff. And just a generally him and Thor playing off each other would be hilarious. All right. And then you've got shotgun open and you get your third and final pick. Shotgun, I got to get somebody who's going to kind of wrangle everybody <laughs> but still be hilarious and ultra fun on this. I'm going with Yelena from Black Widow. All right. I think she would be a hoot to hang out with and she would keep the boys in line. Fair enough. Going with a uh, superhero heavy road trip is what Kenny's got. Yes. Curtis. Just fun. Yeah. Just having fun. All right. Curtis, we go to you. You've got uh, behind the driver's side open. Yep. Who are you putting in the backseat? All right. We need someone who's going to kind of keep us in line a little bit. Mm -hmm. But we also need someone who is going to sit in the back and kind of maybe knit for a little bit. (laughs) Okay. And that way, when we stop in these certain places, we can make some money selling her little knitted uh, projects. Okay. But she's also a little spunky. And uh, we need, you know, senior discounts as well. So we're going (laughs) to save money. And if we go to the Grand Canyon, we can probably get a nice little cut to the front of the line. So I'm going with Granny. From the Looney Tunes. Okay, Granny from the Looney Tunes. All <laughs> nice. Right. So, yeah, that is my road trip. All right. So I've got the final pick. My shotgun is open. Shotgun seat is specifically in this case for somebody who has some navigational skills, um, like Blackbeard. 
and somebody who can help with the radio. I need somebody who knows music. So I am going to my shotgunner is going to be uh, Dr. Teeth from the Electric Mayhem Band yes. uh, from the Muppets because so, he always drove. So, you know, I got a driver there in case, you know, it's a long trip. I can... I can just slide over. We can swap spots easily, or I can let Blackbeard drive. Steve Harrington can drive. You know, I'm looking for drivers. Uh, like I said, a couple of folks with some navigational skills. I guess somebody can handle the, the radio for us. Uh, and if things go bad, uh, Steve can can kind of keep things back in line. So that is it. That's our road trip cruise. We're going to remember these because uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about road trips as the month of June rolls on. Again, Kenny's driving. He's got Yelena, uh, the Black Widow, next to him in the in the shotgun seat, Thor directly behind him, and Aquaman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman specifically, uh, behind Yelena. Now, Thor cannot carry the hammer because if he sat it down, it would, it would be an anchor. He'll just call it. If okay, he needs it. yeah, just throw it out the window and then call yeah. it if you need it. There you go. Curtis is driving. He's got Jordy LaForge in the uh, shotgun seat, yep. who's helping navigate and uh, I guess can help with engineering if things break down on the side of the road. Yeah. Directly behind Curtis is Granny from the Looney Tunes. <laughs> Does she have the cage with uh, Tweety Bird and Sylvester with them? Sure. Yeah. So you're taking pets in the car, huh? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a long road trip. Yeah. <laughs> And Michelangelo, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, uh, directly behind Jordy LaForge. Technically, he is taking a pet in a car. So. <laughs> He's got a turtle. So. <laughs> I do, yeah. You got a turtle. You got, that's going to be a smelly ride. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and finally, I've got Dr. Teeth riding shotgun, running the radio for us. Uh, Blackbeard, specifically Taika Waititi's Blackbeard from Our Flag Means Death, right behind me. And Steve Harrington from Stranger Things uh, sitting next to him in the back seat. That is our road trip cruise. This week's pop quiz, we want to know which three fictional characters you would take on a road trip. You can give us your comments. You'll have to vote. It's it's it's, it's an essay question this week. It's not a multiple choice. Uh, you can vote by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages. So you cannot miss them. Or you can call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your road trip crew. Tell us why you picked, who you picked, why you sat them, where you sat them. We just might play your comments on next week's episode. Again, that hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com. Call us up or hit us up on social media. Let us know who you're taking on the road trip with you. Do it. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. You guys got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, yeah. We got a couple other things I watched. Okay. Um, that I really enjoyed. Uh, the Orville started yes. their new season that is on specifically on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yep. And uh, man, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane is uh, ecstatic about not being associated with Fox <laughs> at any point anymore. So yes, good. and holy cow, the, they're of course it's on Hulu, so they're releasing it an yep. episode at a time. And man, the, it's a great episode and they started off heavy but still really good so if you enjoyed the orville the other seasons uh you'll enjoy that too and then i watched the lost city with Sandra oh, yeah, bullock yeah. and uh Tatum, Tatum. brad pitt yeah. yeah brad pitt's small role yeah, in that yeah, yeah. but uh funnier than i, I knew it was going to be kind of funny yeah but it was way funnier than i thought it was gonna be and it was entertaining it, it wasn't like eh, i'm watching something it was good i actually enjoyed that and then of course george carlin's american dream yeah that was just a. it was it made me laugh it <laughs> almost made me cry a couple times right. just because it's like 
dude, you, you don't know a lot of that because a lot of the bad stuff that he was going through with him and his wife with drugs and stuff like that, I was at an age where I didn't, didn't get know that. Didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was around that stuff, but I wasn't. I didn't get it really. And of course, they didn't publicize it a lot. Right. You know, not like now where it'd be on everything. Oh, yeah. But uh, TMZ would have photos yeah, of the Coke exactly. straw. <laughs> but it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I knew the after those years and uh, even I had forgotten about the like the last couple shows that he did like for HBO and uh, it's like he he was so cynical and he was dark and everything mm-hmm. and it's like I kind of got it I was like I get it because you could very well especially with the way things are and which is sadly the past 40 years of his jokes still happens today <laughs> yeah and it, just as uh, relevant or more so yeah than they were then and it's it's like i get it he was telling we laughed as we should yeah they were they were good jokes st- it they was were comedy jokes. yeah but he'd been telling us for 40 50 60 years <laughs> these are the things that are wrong you know enjoy my jokes but understand this needs to be changed yeah and that got him that way and it kind of made me go it kind of also made me go okay i need to look at things a little different so i don't get in my old age cynical cynical and and dark and all that because he basically almost kicked everybody out of his life except for a couple people and so it's well worth the watch if you loved anything about him watch it understand why he was the way he was and appreciate what he's telling you even through the very end don't be like him (laughs) right yeah so but try to make a change if you can i know that's a weird way to kind of end all this but uh write your congressman if you don't like you know vote in people that you know anything regardless of where you fall yeah Yeah. take take action yeah i don't care which side or whatever just just do that just get involved and then maybe that might help you from being so cynical yes you may have not changed anything but you tried yeah and i i don't know if i'm taking the right message from that or not but (laughs) no that's a good message i think the other thing the the message specifically i think for today's comedians as we're dealing with people make continuing to uh, make the same jokes and do the same things because it gets them publicity. You know, George Carlin had controversy surrounding his comedy as well, but George Carlin's comedy always punched up at the institutions that were in power. He never punched down at the marginalized or the people on the outside. He always took aim at the system or the man. So, you know, whatever you you want to use. And we have a lot of comedians today who also thrive on controversy because controversy is headlines. It is coverage. And there's no such thing as bad press kind of deal. Um, We have people who are well-known comedians who are punching down at, you know, at, at the f- people on the outside or on the fringes, as opposed to punching up at the institutions that put people on the fringes. Um, and some of the people who are making those comments are people who have been on the outside. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like, mm, why are you yeah, why are you throwing haymakers at yourself and yeah. your own people? Why aren't you yeah uh, talking about and you know because that's what a lot of good comedy does is you know Carlin's comedy in particular said look at how ridiculous the system is you know yeah. and we have people who are uh, not doing they're not punching up at the system anymore they're punching like I said they're punching down at marginalized communities and it's just it's like man be better yeah. <laughs> you know there's a reason we're still talking about Carlin after this far after his death 
Are we going to be talking about you? And if so, what are we going to be saying? Are we going to be talking about the time you decided to go full nut job? You know, or are we going to be talking about how timeless and you know how relevant your comedy is? So, and he had you know, and you watch this in the show. He had success, yeah, but it wasn't long lived. It was yep. very short in pockets here and there, yeah, until. And I'm not saying to do this, but he <laughs> got into acid and stuff like that. Yeah. And he really opened himself up. Now, he was fighting demons and right. he was dealing with a lot of stuff. So I do not recommend doing this. What I do recommend is finding who you are. Yeah. And was, as soon as he went, this is who I am, and he ran with it, and that created the next 30 years yep. of nonstop success for him and a legend that will live on after his death. So I think a lot of these comedians, you're not going to hear from why. Because they're doing that, they're punching down. They're they're in the, the now, and they can't get out of that. And they're it's okay some stuff to kind of like, hey, I'm I'm laughing at this, but it doesn't stay with me like something that I. Well, and that's the thing. His comedy would make you think afterwards. You would laugh at the joke, but then on the drive home or you know somewhere else, you'd be at the gym. You'd be like, you know what? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. It is that way, and that exactly. is stupid. It is ridiculous that we do this thing or that yep. thing or don't do the other things. So. And you know, people say what they want to say about uh, the generation now, but. I I want the generation now to listen to Carlin's stuff and go, okay, because this generation I feel is the generation that is healing. Yeah. You know, the previous generation broke stuff and or um, was handed broken stuff. They were handed broken stuff, but they also they also broke it in a yeah. way of not uh like I mishandled it and broke it like it needs to be broken, right. and they broke we'll it. Like this and table. this generation, <laughs> and this generation is going to put that all back together. And I want them to hear that stuff to go. Oh wow, this has been a problem for forty years. We change it now. Yeah, and I hope that's what happens. Sorry to get that away on the end of this thing, but no, that's that's all right. Speaking of comedians, Sorry Brian Posehn is going to be at the Blue Room this week. Yes, you this weekend hanging out with Brian. I'll try. I'll get, get my photos. best. Yeah, get some blurry photos. Yeah. <laughs> Some blurry photos. Get 12 photos to being good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment, leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for the show. Thanks to Curtis and to Kenny for being here this week. Thanks again to everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. Thanks to the folks on Patreon uh, for checking us out on video. It's funny, I can wave and like my hand can go across multiple cameras all at once. <laughs> Look at that. Just because of the way we're all set up here. Joey's multiple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which version of me will pop up on which camera? There you go. Well, again, my name is Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast where we're going to be fantasy drafting our summer road trip destinations from entertainment and pop culture. You've got your car loaded down. You've got your passenger set. Next week, we're going to be talking about where we're going. It's going to be a four-stop trip. So anywhere in entertainment pop culture that you can drive to, you get four stops on this trip. That's next week's episode, though. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll see you later. Later. Stay frosty.
This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.